It's a bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna learn all about them, listening to the Brothers Grimm. Students and scholars, friends and relations, welcome to the Brothers Dim podcast, where we discuss the world of delights which are the stories collected and written down by the Brothers Grimm in the early 1800s in Germany, including today's story, story number 35, The Tailor in Heaven. My name is Phil. And my name is Mike. Mike, how are you doing? Not too bad. I think I might be coming down a little something. My throat's getting a little scratchy. Okay. But uh, I mean, otherwise, I can't complain. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. Feeling a little, little sickly, too. Also, I got my Nintendo Switch back. For those oh, of you fantastic. Who, who listened last week, we're curious how that story ended. And I also submitted The Devil and Judas Iscariot to to a publisher on the advice of my editor. So we may nice. not get an Easter release at $6.66 after all, but who knows? I mean, may, maybe something even better will happen. Maybe it'll actually get published, which would be neat. A, yeah. a real published uh, novella. No, nothing against self-publishing my work. No, uh, which I will end up probably doing anyways. But no, I when the ice breaks was fantastic. Oh well, thank you, thank. You. It would be lovely, I think, to get on some banned book lists due Ooh. to people being very upset about how I handle the characters. It's very fashionable. For example, Judas and James the Greater are buddies. Mary is an apostle and the wife of Jesus, Mary Magdalene there, mm-hmm. and and thus daughter-in-law of the Almighty, and of course Lucifer trying to help everybody. Of course. Um, but, but I'm is, worried. Is he actually helping? Yeah. Oh no, because the well, I mean, the, the one of the central plot points is like so. According to the Christians, it was good that Jesus died to remove original sin. He sacrificed us. He sacrificed himself for his for the for our sins, right? Right. Okay. So if if Lucifer got that going, then it was to help us. That's fair. Same with, same with Judas. Yeah. That's where this whole idea germinated from, but. Y'all call think, me the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> have you um have you watched Good Omens? Yes. Yeah, we we just finished uh series 2. Loved it. Loved it. Loved the book when I was growing up. I'm I'm woefully underread in in Pratchett world. Pratchett and then also uh Gaiman. Yeah, Neil Gaiman. Yep. Which actually so uh, series 1 is the plot of the first book. Yep. They had discussed a, a follow-up book at so it was like the world sci-fi convention in like Los Alamos or something in 1989, right after the, right before the first book was about to be published, they had sort of come up with a, a rough plot for book two. Um, and they never followed through on it after Pratchett died. Gaiman received a note from, from Pratchett saying, you have to, you have to go follow through with making good omens a series. Oh, uh, cause they, they had thought about it and tried it before and it just never clicked. Yeah. This is sort of a, it's a posthumous love letter from Gaiman to Pratchett. But yeah, series three is going to be the, the more or less the plot of that second book that they had never written as a follow-up. And then series two bridges the two. That, okay, that's really cool. I was going to say, because the, the, the second, the, well, the series two I really loved, which yeah. I don't want to say, but it, it leave, it's very open-ended. My kids oh. were so angry at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where I was like, I was like, well, then nothing's, re- nothing's resolved at all, which I, I get setting up season three, but that actually makes a lot more sense. And that's really cool. Yeah. But like I said, you know, I'm people sometimes get upset when you take their religion and, and give people different. They can mo- gender, yeah. gender swap or change motives or yeah. different motivations. But if I'm worried about that, <laughs> I want you to consider how worried the brothers Grimm would be today. 
Oh boy. They released as many religious stories as they did. <laughs> no goddamn bearing on how the church works or souls or where heaven is. <laughs> or what it looks like. <laughs> or what it looks like. Because here we have another heaven story. Well, maybe they're right. I mean, maybe I it is just like God and 12 dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's like, I saw heaven once. Big old sausage party. It was just a big white room. Only one. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob and Wilhelm really do think of heaven as as just like, yeah, like I said, a single mostly empty room. Yep. In a, in a town somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's a town called Heaven. Yeah. Like last week, this is a quick tale as well. But uh, without any objections from you, I will take us through the plot of Grimm, story number 35, The Tailor in Heaven. Hit it. Once upon a time, it was a very nice day, so God wanted to spend the day outside in his garden, which apparently is not in heaven, because he said, I'm leaving heaven to go to the garden. But he left St. Peter to guard the place. So no field day for you, St. Peter. God says, whatever you do, just while we're gone, don't let anyone don't let anyone into heaven while we're all out partying. So immediately a tailor comes knocking and asks to be let in. St. Peter says, no, because A, I'm not allowed, but B... I've seen you down on earth stealing little pieces of cloth from people's clothes. And the tailor says, well, that hardly counts <laughs> as stealing fabric falls off the table. When I'm making clothes, that's how, that's how tailoring works. Have you ever seen project runway? Cause there's so much cloth that in like episode eight of some of the seasons, they do a whole challenge where you have to use all the old scraps. It's just, this is how fashion works, but Peter won't relent. We don't have I, cable up in heaven. <laughs> I've never seen Project Runway, and if I did, I only watched the original Project Runway with Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum, not the <laughs> one with Christian Siriano. Taylor comes up. Peter says, no, I'm not going to let you into heaven. I've seen you down on earth stealing little pieces of cloth. And the tailor says, that hardly counts. The fabric falls off the table while I'm making clothes. Peter won't relent. The guy says, look, I walked all the way here. <laughs> I have blisters on my feet. Well, so let me in, and basically I'll be like Mr. Belvedere. I'll be like a butler. I'll take care of the children. I'll wash the, all the children and I'll patch all of their clothes. Heaven, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what kids? Also, you'll bathe the kids. He's very fixated on the children of heaven. There's that one sentence where it's just like, I'm going to do so much stuff for these children. I'm going to wash them. They're going to be so clean. Finally, Peter, St. Peter says, okay, fine, come in. But God will be back soon. So you hide behind this door. Because if he comes back and sees you, he's going to be pissed. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have some errands to do. Don't leave this door. <laughs> Exit St. Peter for a bit. Now the guy's just standing in heaven behind a door. He's bored. So he wanders around, eventually finds the throne room and a great golden throne with a nice golden footrest, which looks mighty comfortable. So he sits down and instantly sees all of the earth and its people, including one old washerwoman who looks like she might be stealing some clothes. And this pisses the tailor off. So he takes the footstool and he throws it at the lady. And maybe it hits her and maybe it doesn't. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we never <laughs> but now see the that footstool's footstool out of reach because it's down on earth. We never see no, we certainly don't. The tailor, realizing that he cannot go get this footstool now, gets off the throne, goes back behind the door, just in time for God and his squad to come home. God sits down in his chair, God in the immediately bros. notices the stool is missing. God and the bros, they all have their own chairs, but they're not as good as God's giant throne. So St. Peter, what happened? Where's my, where's my, where's my, where's my footstool? Where's my goddamn says, footstool? I don't know, but I did let a tailor into heaven. Maybe he knows. 
So out from behind the door comes the tailor and he explains what happens. He said, I saw a woman stealing and I threw it threw a footstool at her. And God says, look, man, if I threw a piece of furniture at every asshole down on earth committing crimes, I'd have no furniture left. You know nothing of our ways. And obviously you do not belong in heaven. So off you go. And off he does go to a place called wait a bit, which is where good soldiers go to make merry. the end. The, the last sentence had me <laughs> in knots. I could is, I mean, I'm guessing that's supposed to be purgatory or or something but i don't or understand valhalla. The, i just i don't understand the soldiers making merry thing is that is it valhalla is That's it some sort of or are they even dead yeah like what or where the hell is wait a bit wait and <laughs> some the of the translations the it was yeah it was wait a bit some translations had it as wait a while which i i, I <laughs> i'm guessing might be like a weird german translation that they were like how do we translate this in english and everyone for the last 200 years was like i don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> There's no way we can translate this, but yeah, to, to a place called wait a bit, which is where good soldiers go to make Mary. I, I, I was like, I was like, yeah, it's, it's purgatory or Valhalla, but it, again, it doesn't even say if the soldiers are dead or alive. Right. Why does he just, get to go there? They're like, just, just there making Mary. They're just there making Mary. It's just soldier. It's just, a, it's just an army bar. <laughs> and why does he get to go to the army bar? And is the afterlife just a town? <laughs> The, the Brothers Grimm really think like heaven is a town with like 30 guys in it. 13, <laughs> it's, 13. It's God and the apostles. Everyone else went to hell. Occasionally Mary, <laughs> when she's not off kidnapping children when, yeah, and killing them. <laughs> from heaven after they'd already died somehow. And then bringing them back to life. It ended so abruptly and so weirdly. Right. <laughs> it's just like ran into a brick wall. <laughs> like, like whoever's writing is like it's on the toilet. And like, you know, right in the way, right in the way. And then they're getting near the end and somebody starts banging on the door. Like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck. All right. I just, right, uh, uh, God was pissed, uh, threw him uh, out and he went to a bar. He went, uh, <laughs> Wait a bit, son. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, that's what I'll call the play. Here we go. <laughs> Do you have a moral? Oh my God. There's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of morals here. Um, if God gives you a command, just, just fucking do it. You had one job, Peter. Don't let anybody in. Yeah, <laughs> wait till we're all back. Otherwise, um, I might lose a footstool. St. Peter doesn't even get punished for that. Right. Or maybe it's, he does after we only yeah, we're following, he, we're following a, the, the tailor, I guess. Maybe he got a spanking. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's unclear to me if the tailor was actually stealing or, you know, was 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 kind of rotten. And so actually, so one thing that God says, you know, he says, you know, if I threw a piece of furniture for every asshole who does something dumb on earth, yeah. Actually, he specifically calls out the tailor, though. He's like, if I threw a piece of furniture at you for all the shit that you've done, I wouldn't have any furniture. <laughs> so clearly, God doesn't think very highly of this dude. No, no, he does not. That gets me to my uh, one, my moral, I guess, which like, don't judge others while you yourself, yeah, have been guilty of crimes. I guess, like, maybe <laughs> he was stealing cloth. Maybe that's what the tailor was doing. He was he was saying, "Listen, this suit, this suit's gonna be amazing. And make the suit's gonna it's gonna cost you nine yards of fabric, though." And uh, and then he uses only five yards of fabric, and he's cutting. I don't know. Is he making himself a patchwork suit on the side, or like a little maxi dress. Yeah, for his girlfriend. Could be for him. Could be for him making a thing to f- swat flies with. Maybe we're progressive. Seven at he one also- go. When he gets to heaven, he speaks to Peter. It, it it refers to him as having a smooth voice. 
And I was trying to figure out if that was supposed to imply that he's slippery. Sure. But I mean, when when he when he loses his shit at a, a washerwoman stealing two scarves. Yeah. Uh, and throws, <laughs> throws a footstool from heaven. <laughs> that was woman, definitely that was a, a very was just funny picture. Drying veils. Yeah, just like a footstool crashes next to ah, what fuck was that just God like, damn it. like see it like tumbling through the sky coming from the vague direction of the sun yeah <laughs> was that a bird oh, oh jesus <laughs> it wasn't a fucking bird it was, a, it was this wood yeah so it's a really nice footstool <laughs> it's made out of gold i'm rich <laughs> i can we can do you want to talk about him agreeing to be mr belvedere we we never hear yeah. anything about children no is it i mean so one is this is this like the children that marries kidnapping and killing <laughs> i guess but so. like there's no children there it's just god and, and his dudes and yeah. peter <laughs> so it's like, saint, saint peter who's who's just you have to wait behind right why children why is he so you know what i'll do i'll take care of all the you got like you got like under 12 right i'll take care of all of them all of them i'll i'll, yeah. I'll wash them i'll i'll clean up after them it was a weird, it was and it, weird. what's funny too is that it's one sentence. It's a long, it's a run-on sentence. Right. Yeah. It's just like, it's just <laughs> it's like really a throwaway. <laughs> fixated on the children, but it's still just the one sentence. It um, reminded me of um, the very first story we did, which was the Frog King, Frog, Frog okay. Prince. Where the, the spoiled princess loses her ball down the well and is distraught and wailing and gnashing teeth. And the frog comes and offers to get it for her. She's like, I would do anything. I'll give you my clothes. Just, just yeah. boom, straight to I'll give you my clothes. I think you and I have now, we've read, well, 35 of these, right? Yeah. Out of, out of the 200. I feel like my thoughts on the first few stories would be, if we ever revisited them, <laughs> very, very different. I, I think I think when we were talking about the frog prince, we we might have mentioned some of the 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 sexual undertones, but now I just know for a fact that a they were there. B the brothers Grimm had written down this story and probably edited it a bit, so it was <laughs> probably more fucked up to begin with. Yeah, the the story that the wild <laughs> sisters probably told them they were like, anyways, that frog's like, girl, you know what girls like to do with guys with long tongues? Now get your clothes off and get into bed. I'm coming into bed with you. The wild sister was just like these these body wenches next door. Come on hey, over, I'll tell you a tale. I'll well, yeah, they were hanging out at the tavern, <laughs> drinking beers, you know. Oh, and it, so like children are dirty in heaven. What the fuck? I, like, yes, children are dirty everywhere. If I, if I have to go to if I if I go to heaven and I have to take a shower every day, fuck that man. <laughs> you and I are getting into heaven. That's um, probably true. Yeah. Also, walking to heaven. That's <laughs> my feet really hurt. I've got blisters. I've walked for miles. I have to use a walking stick now. What? <laughs> Why don't you just die? And is it is it this? Is it is it possible that the Brothers Grimm were bad spellers? There's a town in Germany that's like three towns away from Castle called called Hoven Haven <laughs> Haven. And they've been talking about like, oh man, you got to see some of the shit that goes on in Haven and. They're like, yeah, there's this tavern where soldiers hang out and uh, <laughs> this guy that thinks he's a god and then just in translation over 200 years. He's always bitching about his footstool. But it's huge in gold. It's amazing. You got to go see it. Supposedly. 
<laughs> we yeah, supposedly you know how far away three towns is i'm not <laughs> his cousin was guarding the place once and they, they this guy came home and, and his footstool was gone his cousin said he didn't know what happened to it didn't let anybody in except for the tailor who was only there to do the curtains right. but i guess that guy's been stealing curtains so anyways and the, you know, the brothers groom are like ah <laughs> uh, maybe we can do something with this uh <laughs> but uh we got to finish it before we get uh before i get off the toilet here so uh do you have any other notes no, I, like similar to last week. Uh, this one's pretty thin. Not not okay. a lot out there. No, I have a I have a pitch if you want to hear. Oh, yes. We didn't really talk about talk about it. It was ATU type 800, which for this was just a, a tailor in heaven. But there was a couple other uh, mostly from Germany with real slight variations, but always with the end of God being like, if I had a dollar for every asshole on earth, I'd have a million dollars. But <laughs> you can't just go throwing my furniture around. But I digress. There was a Spanish one called the Spanish Cavalry Man. And so I don't even know what I would do with this. I think I, I might be able to get an 11 minute spec script for Adventure Time or whatever wacky cartoon is currently popular. But the Spanish story was that he walks to heaven while they're having a party. St. Peter says he knocks on the door. He's like, can I come into heaven? St. Peter takes a look at him and he goes, oh, you're not rich enough. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Very this different is the values. I know. This is yeah, very different values between Germany and Spain. Uh, but then a cavalryman rides up. St. Peter opens the door, looks at how he's dressed, looks at the horse, and he's like, right this way, sir. So the tailor figures, okay, well, I'll just pull a catch me if you can type situation. Sew myself a costume because I'm a tailor, but he has no horse. Well, luckily for him, there's an old lady outside that also would like to go to heaven. They looked at her and she was also too poor. So he dresses her up like a horse and rides her to the gate. St. Peter says, Okay, right this way, sir. And then they're in heaven. Now, I'd take out the part. If I if I was going to do Adventure Time. <laughs> then they, they have this funny, they have a little poem where everyone's just like, look at the cavalryman. Isn't he neat? <laughs> what but an ugly his, fucking horse. <laughs> but look at the horse. She's got human feet. <laughs> they don't say that poem. I made that up just now. But That's pretty good, though. Oh, thank you. Um, I take out the heaven stuff. But you could do, if you were doing Adventure Time, you could do it at a cool club and have cool club music. And a kid can't get in because he's not cool. <laughs> so Finn and Jake help him to be cool. And there's no lesson. None of this sort of like, oh, you were cool just being yourself. They can talk about that. He just wasn't cool enough. They help him hide that fact, but they think he's lame. And then after he gets into the club, he becomes a jerk. And Finn and Jake are are crumping around at the end. That's the best I got. I think I could get 11 minutes out of this story. Yeah. Hey, you can you can do that. Yeah, the cavalryman one was decent. I recommend you. Uh, that is that some. is funnier. I'll have to track that down. But uh, well, okay, then I don't have anything else. Yeah, same. Very good. Then, uh, students and scholars, this has been story number thirty-five: the tailor in heaven. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite, and we will see you next time. See ya. <laughs>